Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. If you can hear that gentle crackling behind you, it is the sound of my fireplace because I got a big old roaring fire going on back there. I woke up this morning and it was finally really cold, like feel it deep in your bones, kind of cold. So it was the perfect day to uh, heat the house with a fire. So that's what we're doing, and I'm so excited. The dogs are just, like, snuggled up as close as they can get to it, <laughs> and uh, it's just beautiful. But anyway, so a while back I had asked, and every once in a while if you are connected with me on Instagram, you'll see that I'll, I'll ask the question of, like, what's a, um, an ins, um, a podcast topic? Or, you know, I always mentioned in the podcast, like, if there's anything you'd like me to talk more about or questions you have or whatever to put them into, like to send me a message, right? And I love you guys that do that. And I'm getting through, I'm getting through those uh, questions. So I'll be doing that again soon because I got some uh, room for some new ones, right? Um, but one of them was like, asked me, I believe it was Kyle Beck actually that asked, but is what's your biggest aha moment? So that's kind of a hard thing to describe just because I think that there's been so many um, really pivotal moments where I've been like, okay, that makes sense. Or, okay, that's why all of this transpired the way that it did. Um, I like to refer to that as proof. A lot of times, like proof that this is working, <laughs> proof that I, my own of my own power, my own magic, my own ability, uh, my own growth, things like that. Um, like I document them, honestly, uh, pretty regularly so that I can keep track because it like, it's motivating for me. But when I was revisiting the question of your biggest aha moment, a certain memory popped into my mind that I'm going to share with you guys. I'm going to do a little story time and paint you a little picture. But it was honestly one of the most life-altering moments and I didn't even know it at the time but looking back now like I was literally I was recently talking to my coach Jesse on the phone and I was just telling her like without this thing without have already been working on this thing I'm about to tell you about I wouldn't be able to do have as much progress um, in the work that I do on myself like with my my therapist with my coaches with my own magic with my own growth as a coach um, writing, all of those things, like, I just feel like I wouldn't have, and she was like, absolutely, she's like, absolutely, most of the time I have to help people start to create this, and this is why, this is what takes the majority of the time, which is also what I do with my clients, and so, all right, let me go back to the story, and then we'll tie it all back together. So, God, I think it was like five years ago, probably, we could look this up, but I had recently so at the time let's flashback to Jamie's life back then I was still project managing for some people I was working with my coach actually yeah I was project managing for a couple of businesses which meant that I was like running their their operations for them with their teams and their clients and stuff so it was pretty time consuming um I was doing all of my own personal development work for several years at that point 
and was offering private coaching. And I was just really, you know, finding my bearings is probably a good word for it. And I had recently felt the need to start to tie in the other areas of life, not just the mindset work, because I was doing constant mindset work and that kind of leveling up, and then all of my focus on my business and my clients. But there were other things that were missing, and I really wanted to learn how to fit it all in, which is, so I didn't even think about this, but like this whole like little era, this little like six month to a year part of my life really shifted everything, honestly. And my entire approach to intentional living was really finally took shape, I would say at the end of this little period I'm going to tell you guys about. Um, It's something that I had been doing or something that I had been working in and just had to really find my own groove with it so that I could really then teach that in words. Like I'm really good at embodying something and then it takes me a little while to marinate with it to where I can teach it and I can put it into words to where it's understand, uh, you know, other people can understand it and also then implement it into their lives. And so, which is really cool, right? So anyway, around that time frame, I was like super hardcore into Andy Forsella's MFCEO podcast. It was pretty new then actually. And I had recently joined Sean Whalen's group actually after hearing Sean on an episode of Andy's podcast, I was like, what's this dude all about? Looked up the lion's den. At the time, the lion's den was brand new. It was um, it was very new. And there was not a lot of people in it. There was certainly not a lot of women. I think there was like four of us chicks in there at the time. Um, but it was way different back then. You know, it was, it was kind of cool. It's nice to, for me, like I enjoy the fact that I was kind of there as like an OG and like in the beginning. Um, but anyway... So I had recently joined the Lion's Den and was really learning about Core 4, which we've talked about here. Um, I, you know, obviously have my own spin on it these days, but basically making sure that you're, that you have all four legs of the table, right? And that you're paying attention to them every day. And it really helped me get more and more comfortable with saying whatever the fuck I wanted, basically, which I'd always done in my personal life. But I would say that one of my coaches at the time was very buttoned up, like she was very much polished, um, and that was the way that she wanted her business to be. Um, then I had another coach, Kat, who is not, I mean, she's buttoned up, don't get me wrong, that she's like kicking ass always and amazing. Like She makes more money than almost anyone I know. Um, but she was like, raw, let's just fucking say whatever you want. And so when I had Kat and Sean like really helping me establish that within myself it was pretty cool and and like the consistency piece like if you remember coffee thoughts like when I used to do my coffee thoughts every day to really set a tone for like my brand that was something that Sean and I came up with in a phone call right so anyways flashback this is the first time I met Sean and a couple of the guys from the den in the real life like I had been in there for a few months Andy Fursella hosted Gary Vaynerchuk's book launch the first thing of his book launch, right? For the Ask Gary V book, okay? So, hello, I'm from St. Louis. That's where First Forms headquarters is here in St. Louis. Like, Andy's a local guy, right? Like, we have Supplement Superstore here. Um, I had been a customer for years, whatever, right? So then I go to the event to watch Gary and Andy speak, which was, it was a great event. It was fucking awesome. But I remember, so I had been listening to Gary, you know, for about a year at that point too. 
and really just not fully into like how do I really implement some of the stuff that he was talking about and then um you know flash forward a little bit when he originally was like snapchat's where it's at like you need to use snapchat every day and I had made a commitment at the beginning of that year because I want to say Gary's thing was like in November like late November or something this talk I'm about to tell you about and so then that January I made the commitment to show up every single day on snapchat stories and I did I made Snapchat stories every day. Some of you guys are from my Snap family. Like, you know, I still Snap every day. Like, that's my shit. Um, But I showed up there every day and I utilized that tool to get more comfortable with videoing and with saying whatever the fuck I wanted and just sending it, right? Basically, you know, I don't, I don't rewatch my videos. I don't re most of the time reread my shit. So sometimes if, especially if you're seeing it the first time on Instagram or Facebook, the grammar is not always perfect. And I really quite honestly don't care. I do my best. It is what it is, but I don't want to go back and reread it because basically I don't want it to become inauthentic. I don't want it to feel edited that first time around specifically. Uh, it's important to me that it comes out of me with the fire that it comes into my brain as, and then I get it to you. Like that's something that I became really comfortable with during that part of the transition of my life, right? So five, six years ago, five years ago, I don't even know. Anyway, that's a good, that's a good little nugget for you if you're looking for a way to get used to showing up on video and getting more comfortable. Using the stories is a really great thing. This is before Instagram, obviously, because it disappears in 24 hours. So it gives you an opportunity to get more comfortable without like the fear of it being you know, out on the internet world for the rest of your life. But anyways, so it's super fun for me now when like, the memories show up on are on Snapchat and I'm like see myself you know throughout the last five years it's pretty freaking cool uh anyway so back to this conversation so we're at first form headquarters and andy gives a great talk and then gary talks right and if you've ever witnessed gary v on video giving a keynote it is fucking great on video right like you feel the fire it's like so awe-inspiring and you get all of these nuggets but then you see him live and you're like, holy shit, his vibe and his energy is just out of fucking control. And the coolest part about it is, is that he is that dude all the time. Like you see him before he gets on stage, you see him doing Q&A, you see him like he's that guy, the guy you see on. And that's something that I really always find the most comforting or are the most like attractive in, in a coach or in a mentor or in somebody is that they are able to be exactly what they are on t- on TV basically in real life. And that's something that's always been a really big goal of mine as well is that I want to be the same online as I am in real life. And that is, I will say, something that has been said to me um, over the years, which is one of the highest compliments is when I meet people at events or wherever in the grocery store or whatever, and they're like, are you Jamie from Facebook? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, whoa, holy shit. Like you're the same person in real life as you are online. Like that's a huge deal. So anyways, I'm listening to Gary speak. So he gets up to speak and he's, you know, being Gary Vee and like throwing out all the knowledge about social and building a business and all these things. And there's something that he, he mentions as he says, I get, I got asked this question the other day. This is him saying this. I got asked this question the other day. And if I could give a gift, they asked, if I could give a gift to, to everyone, if there was one thing that I could gift to the world, what would it be? 
And he said, if I could give the gift of self-awareness to every person, that's what I would give them. That's what it is, is self-awareness. And so here, imagine, you know, Jamie, a couple years in to her business, one year into working solo, solo, like no other job, and sitting here just absorbing as much information as I possibly can so that I can re- like really marinate on it and, and, and make a difference in myself. And I hear him say this, the greatest gift I could give to any person would be the gift of self-awareness. And here's the funny fact, guys. When that happened... I wrote down because I'm a note taker. So I had a notebook and I was writing down notes. I was writing down nuggets because also like if you're doing that, those are good little keys. You can go back to your notes and those little nuggets are good prompts for video creation or writing a a blog post or whatever, right? A program even, whatever. It's in those thought provoking moments that when you make those notes that it's really imperative and, and gives you, you know, some motivation or some little inspiration to do something with it. But anyway, I wrote on my little notebook, self-awareness, question mark. The reason I did that is because at the time, I had no fucking idea what he was talking about. I did not know what that meant. You know, I've been doing, I've been doing personal development. I've been living the law of attraction. I've been doing all this stuff for years and years by this point. And I've heard the term self-awareness, but never clicked with me. And then he said, the gift of self-awareness to every person, that's the biggest thing you can have. And I thought, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know what that means. And guess what, guys? I went home that night and I've been thinking about self-awareness ever fucking since. Ever since. I have to look up the year that that book was published. So I'm thinking it's about five years ago, around that time frame. So for five or six years, I have been thinking about self-awareness and making it a number one freaking priority in my life, okay? I remember looking it up, like what is self-awareness? How do I get it? What does it mean? What is this thing that Gary wants to gift to the world, right? And so it led me down a path of making that one of my number one priorities and dissecting everything and learning how to unlearn shit that created blockages for me or kept me from being self-aware so the aha moment is that was that of me being like what does that fucking mean and it triggering something in me it's like it opened a floodgate or it created this desire to figure out what that is and I can tell you now where I stand that I couldn't agree with him more if I could gift everyone in the world something it would be the gift of self-awareness because holy shit I look around and I see situations where people are unhappy or there's confusion or there's miscommunication or there's blame games or there's my circumstances are this or blah, blah, right? All of these things happen all day long. There's judgment out the fucking ass, right? I almost said out of the wazoo and I wish I would have because that would have been way better. (laughs) Out the wazoo is way more entertaining to say. But anyway, (laughs) and self-awareness cuts that shit in half, guys. People ask me, how do you create this? How do you maintain this? How do you stay so positive? And it's not even that I stay positive. I am, that's true, positive. But it's more that I stay fucking real. And when you're self-aware and you can check yourself, there's no, I mean, it, it takes a lot of that drama, a lot of that bullshit, a lot of that confusion, a lot of those things, that negative shit, out of the game. Like it really, really does when you can say, oh, well, 
I know that I used to, this desire inside of me to call that dude is not me wanting to, like, I want to see if he likes me, right? I'm not even giving him a motherfucking chance to call me because I'm calling him first. And as a result, I never feel wanted. I never feel like I'm a priority because I never give anyone an opportunity to make me a priority. Talk about holy freaking ugly thing to notice about yourself, right? That, this is a, a, a big moment that I, like pivotal moment in like my whole previous life that I'd realized I would do with everyone, friends, family, boyfriends, lovers, love interests, whatever. I did this. Here's the deal. That's a, that's a self-awareness moment because now when I have the desire to hit somebody up or and basically to try to get, basically what it is is I would try to get people to do shit on my timeline. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate whether you want to admit it or not. We want people to do shit according to our timeline instead of being patient and realizing they're humans and they have their own fucking timeline so you have to chill like stop being such a control freak right (laughs) self-awareness though so now it's like nope that's not what I want that's not what I'm looking for like I don't need that response right now I got this I'm good or like the need to ask for somebody's approval right a lot of times we feel the need to, to talk something through with somebody not because we need to talk it through because we want them to tell us that it's okay or that it makes sense or that we're not crazy we want their approval we want their permission slip and when you start to create your own level of self-awareness you realize that that is actually the root of what you're wanting when you're asking them to talk through something with you most of the time and then you don't do that anymore because you're like that's a way why why it's not it doesn't make sense like why do i want to do that thing right i i truly believe that me establishing a better relationship with myself and more trust in myself identifying my own strengths and weaknesses not judging myself for them not condemning myself for decisions i've fucking made which i used to do in the past has created the more more freedom than I knew was possible. And what it comes, when you have self-awareness, you know why you're doing what you're doing or not doing what you're doing. You're able to kind of, it's almost like for me now at this point, I feel like I can project a bit of one way or the other and I can catch myself before I do the thing I don't, I used to do and I don't wanna do anymore. Or here's the other kicker about self-awareness that I think is fucking humongous. And this is another topic for a whole nother conversation or a whole nother podcast too is, You can take responsibility for yourself. Like you have to take responsibility for the part that you play in every situation. End of story. And until we can get to a place where something can play out and we are aware of the part that we chose to step into and and, and the result based upon, you know, the cause based upon the cause and effect of how we showed up or didn't show up, that level of self-awareness and self-responsibility is freaking priceless. And if everybody possessed that and took that seriously, can you imagine how little or how less tragedy as far as like drama and upset and just like chaos we would have? It would go down so much. The stress levels would go down so much. But it's so much easier to blame other people. It's so much easier to be unaware of why you're doing what you're doing or unaware of your own shadows or your own, you know, um, triggers or your own reasons for doing things and continuing to do them blindly like a lot of people choose to keep their fucking blinders on and you know to each their own but dude if I could get 
if we could get everybody to stop that and go down the tra- the trail and the path of learning self-awareness, it would be a much better world to live in. That's for sure. Um, and there would just be so much less heartache. Um, we create a lot of our own drama and a lot of our own stress, guys. And a lot of that comes from not facing these types of things, not looking our own shit in the face, you know? And so how do you get self-awareness? Dude, it's a long game. That's the thing. Like, I can't, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about this topic. I'm like, how am I going to tell them to get self-awareness other than to tell them to keep it present in their mind? Do your best to be present and intentional with the things that you're doing instead of flying off the handle or instead of always just being reactive versus proactive versus telling somebody, hey, I need a minute to think about that. You know, so many times we just quickly spout something out of our mouth as a response to somebody without even really fucking thinking about what we're saying, you know? And like, that's not funny. That doesn't help anybody. And a lot of times then our level of self-awareness, like later on, we're like, shit. And then we mask it or we like, oh, that's what I meant. Oh, it's okay. No, it's not, right? Like imagine if you were more aware in that moment and you gave yourself what you know you need to process something or time or whatever, then all of that other crap or like the obligations that you have that you don't want to actually freaking be a part of, right? Or the things that you don't want to do, whatever, all of that would shift in comparison with, and that's all self-awareness, right? Like that's what it is. So the more space you can create for mindfulness, for your own like mindset practice, which we've talked about a lot. So whether that be meditation, quiet moments, um, journaling, clearing your mind, whatever it is. For me, the biggest road or the biggest pathway to self-awareness has been checking myself on every automatic thought. And yes, it is exhausting until it's not anymore. And then it is the most freeing fucking thing you can do for yourself. One of my focuses has been to not have, uh, to have automatic thoughts as far as like, hey, that thing is hot, I shouldn't touch it, you know? Or hey, don't step in front of a moving vehicle because it'll kill you. Like those automatic thoughts I welcome, those types of things, the self-preservation like in actual physical way. But I've been working diligently to remove the power behind or like the the control of those automatic thoughts in other cases so that I'm not just going through the motions because I fucking hate that feeling. I am not okay with that. I want to make my own damn decisions in the moment based on who I am right now, not based upon who I was 12 years ago or 10 years ago or last fucking month or who that person you're communicating with thinks that you are. Like that's the other thing. People new different versions of us and so they come at us expecting us to be that old version and a lot of times if we're not confident enough in ourselves or present and self-aware enough we revert right back into that old fucking version of ourselves because that's what that person speaks to and is expecting you don't have to do that you get to be whatever version of yourself you want to be and you do not have to make anybody else feel comfortable with it you're changing that's fine if they don't that's cool But a lot of times what happens instead is, and I literally say this specifically to my boyfriend because we have been in a relationship on and off for a really fucking long time, really long time, like eight years, right? I say this to him all the time. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that is not, that is no longer relevant. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what you're saying and the reaction that you're having is to old version of Jamie or old relationship of Jamie and Tony that is no longer relevant where we are today. And he'll be like, 
oh, okay, fuck, all right, you're right. I'm sorry, you're right. And it's like we don't want to hear that in the moment because we just want to be mad or reactive. But me saying that to him shifts the whole dynamic instantly. I'm not going backwards and being that person. I'm not want, and, and I'm not going to let you feel or make that fucking assumption about me either, right? Talk about a great communication channel and people either take it or they leave it. But the truth is, is do you ever want to play down your own growth and who you really are to keep someone else pleased with believing in old, worse versions of you or old behavior that you had? Like, these are the questions I want you to start asking yourself in these moments. And again, just remember that this is a this is a journey, right? Like it doesn't happen overnight. I am not saying that I am finished creating self-awareness because that is not a thing. There is no such thing as being finished with that. There's so many layers to us as humans in so many different situations. But the being present piece and taking a moment and not allowing anyone else to force me to think a certain way, be a certain way, answer promptly, act how I used to do because here's the way you used to act makes them comfortable. They know that version of you and that's more comfortable for them. Even if that reaction was shitty and huge and horrible, that's comfort level for them, right? So don't let it be, don't let somebody else's comfort in what you used to be cause you to sloop down and be that thing again, right? Like, dude, do you understand? I hope that the power of this concept is really coming through in this, these scenarios and in this conversation because it is, to quote Gary, the gift I wish I could give you. I wish I could hand it to you. I wish I could put it in a can and give it to you to drink, right? Like, I, I do. But the truth is, is that without, like, if it, if it was a flip of a switch kind of thing, it wouldn't be the same thing. It wouldn't work the same way. Um, you also wouldn't appreciate it the same way. But it is a journey, and it is, like I said, one of the most valuable things that I've ever been lucky enough to recognize and I'm forever grateful for that moment for sure the other thing that I find to be really interesting is that it really started coming full circle like I'd always referenced that story to an extent but it didn't like over the years but it didn't sit deeply it didn't make as much sense as it does now because I'm like fuck I wrote down what the hell is self-awareness like I wrote that down and I had no idea and now it's such a pivotal part of my life it's a part of my everyday conversation so how cool is that talk about a whole full circle of an aha moment right and all of the aha moments in between like that's the thing how much do we create does an aha moment just come and go not in my fucking life it doesn't and I'm grateful for that if you have a moment where you're like whoa wait a minute that's big that hit me that that triggered me that made me think that shifted my perspective whatever if you have those most of the time they're going to drastically impact the way that you behave from then on out right and then there's a bunch of aha moments along the way as a result of that first one which I think is really cool so yeah guys the gift of self-awareness if you don't follow Gary Vee or you're not sure who he is I feel like I always just assume that everyone knows who these people are um (laughs) so I will tag his social media below He's amazing. He's one of the most inspiring people I've, I've ever listened to. And because he's a good person. He's a great businessman. He's a great marketer. But he's a good person. Like kindness and happiness are at the top of his fucking game. They're the top of his priority list. And that matters. It really matters. And I've been saying for years, I just listened to a thing he just said about how sucky it is that 
you know, he because he worked so hard and because he used to record the Daily V of following him around doing his thing and he'd be, you know, jet setting all over doing speeches and different shit. Um, people assumed he had this negative connotation. They, they attached this negative connotation of hustle and grind with him of burnout and of overworking yourself and all of that. When the truth was that anybody was actually paying attention the entire time, it was very clear that Gary had a balanced life, that he was making it a priority to have downtime, to have time with his family, to have time with the team at the businesses, to prepare for whatever, to spend one-on-one time with responding to people online because that's important to him. He has a personal trainer that goes with him everywhere. Like talk about balancing life and because of all those other things that's why he's able to perform the way that he does and because it's it's important to him and that's his priority right everybody's clock and he said it from the beginning we're all different don't go do exactly what i'm doing take lessons from it tweak it and do what works for you which is honestly basically everything that i teach (laughs) all wrapped up in one little quick statement so if you haven't followed him Check him out. I'll put his link in the show notes below. And then along with the link to the book, I might as well because it's a great book. And anyway, if anybody wants to share their biggest aha moment, I'd love to hear about it. Um, Put it below in the comments, wherever it is that you're watching, or feel free to shoot us an email. And as I said before, any topics, any conversation, any thing that you'd like me to teach about or, you know, elaborate more on or give information if I have it. I won't ever make shit up, but if I have the ability to, to talk about something, I will. But I love your ideas. I love it when you guys throw ideas at me because that makes it cool because then it's like I know I'm talking about something that you're interested in and really hearing, which is fun. So as always, thank you so much for being here with me. I, I know like it means the world that you take 30 minutes out of your day to spend time with me and do and you have these conversations. Like time matters. Your time matters. It's important and I value that. So thank you. As always, if you liked the episode and would like to share it with somebody, we would love that to get the message in front of as many people as we can. Um, if you have not subscribed to my other, to my YouTube channel or to my other forms of social that I'm always putting content on, the links to them are below. That's that, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Go out and do something kind. Be a good human. And then I'll talk to you guys next time.